Hey guys, good afternoon. So, um, over the weekend, I was talking to God about some things. Some things had transpired. And um, one of the things I was like, dang, God, why does this feel like abuse? And a lot of the times, I don't think we really understand when someone is trying to control you or someone is trying to dictate, you know, how you think, how you live your life, how you move. You know, how you um, how you process things. You know, it's like that person wants to control everything about your life. And if they can't control everything, they'll try to control at least something. Um, but in no time, in no way is control ever okay. No one should be able to control you. God himself doesn't even try to control us. God himself gives us the free will. He gives us the choice to choose. You know, so control is witchcraft control is of the devil um i i was asking god i said god why does control it almost it feels like abuse and god said well that's because it is anytime there is control abuse is present okay whether that be emotional abuse whether that be physical abuse whether that be psychological abuse um if anyone is in your life and they are trying to control you, um, there is some t sort of abuse happening. So I encourage you guys to really just be able to identify control, to be able to identify, number one, anybody seeking to control you. Um, if you're not a weak person, if you, you know, especially if you have the Holy Spirit and you have discernment and they know that. Their first, the first thing that they're going to always do is they're going to manipulate because someone who has a control problem or a controlling spirit on them, they know that, well, I can't just directly control this person. I can't just come off and say, I want to control you. I want to dictate everything that you do. So they have to manipulate. They have to play a mind game to get you to lower your defenses or to get you to, you know, not even lower your defenses, but to get you to, um, Maybe to get you to agree with them on something. Let them, They want you to agree with them on the area that they're trying to control you in. Because as long as you agree with them, as long as you agree with their perspective on that specific area, then it's easy for them. To, it's easier for them to control you in that area. And so you just want to make sure that you're looking out for people who are very manipulative, you know, people who will do things and then make you think that that thing never happened. OK, you know, you can't reason with a fool. You can't reason with a person who is irrational. You cannot reason with them. A lot of the time, especially myself, I know I try to explain things. I try to, you know, explain why I do what I do or why I move how I move. And um, this weekend, God finally said, no explanations, no more explanations. You don't have to explain anything. You cannot reason with a fool. You cannot get them to see things from a healthy perspective if they not, they're not healthy. You can't get them to see things from a um, rational standpoint because they're irrational. And um, 
a lot of the times when we think, oh, that person want to control, they care about what we do or this, this and that, it's, that may be cute in the world, but to me, it's not cute. I don't like it. I want to, I, I have freedom in God, so I'm going to have freedom with people as well. You know, I, I'm not in relationship with people to be in bondage to them. I'm not, I don't have people in my life to control. I don't have people in my life so that they can control me. I like to see people as additions, add-ons. And I was talking to someone about that today. And we were talking about how a person is supposed to add. And I totally agree. They're not supposed to come in and complete you. They're supposed to just add to you. And um, a lot of the times control comes from... A control is a defense mechanism as well. Sometimes when... People grow up, they feel like they are they have no control over the things that happen to them in their childhood. So they try to grow up and be, they become control freaks. They try to control the things that they can control, even if it means controlling people. And I want you to know that if you are controlling and you're trying to control someone, you're trying to control and dictate situations and scenarios. and You're not doing God's will by doing that. God doesn't even do that. God doesn't control people. Okay? We have to exercise our free will to allow God to move in our life. So, and to even allow God to be in our life. So, what makes you think that you can control and impose your will upon another person's will and say, I'm going to I'm going to be in your life. I'm going to make sure that you do it this way, that way, my way, and there is no other way than that. That's control. That's abuse. Control does not mean that someone loves you. It means that they, for one, they don't like themselves. They don't love themselves. And for two, they don't love you. Anyone that loves you will give you the freedom to choose. Anyone that loves you will conform to healthy way of thinking, healthy way of living, healthy way of doing things. Love is healthy. Love is not dysfunctional. Love is not unhealthy. And we have these messed up perceptions as I love you so much as I'm crazy. There's no such thing. I love you so much that I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm losing my I'm losing my mind. No. Love does not make you go crazy. God is love. So you telling me God making us go crazy? God making us hurt each other and, and be in dysfunctional relationships? No. We're trying to love people through our hurts and our wounds that we need to really heal from before we try to love people. You can't heal. You can't love people with the same issues that you're that that cause you to not love yourself. We're trying to love out of brokenness. We're trying to love out of rejection. We're trying to love out of hate. And we can't do that. You, you got to love out of love and God is love.
So he is the one who first loved us so that we can love not only him, but other people in return. And um, if a person wants to walk out of your life and leave your life, listen, from a, it's coming from somebody that I've had to walk away from some situations, okay? I've had to walk away from some people in my life. And some of it was because it was beneficial to me, but a lot of it, and some of it, some of them, it was just, you know, I had no choice, you know, it was just life happened. I had to do what I had to do, but a lot of people don't want to be with people who won't let them walk away. And I get it. You know, you love someone, you want to make it work. You want them in your life. And this may sound really weird, what I'm about to say. It may sound very strange to what I'm about to say. But I want someone to love me enough to respect my choice to leave them. I mean, regard because because I, I, I love people enough to respect their choice. It's not that I don't care. It's not that they didn't mean anything to me or that relationship was just... It never meant anything. It's just I love you enough to let you walk away and not make you pay for walking away from me. I love you enough to, even if you decide you want to walk out of my life, I love you enough to make to make to to want to see you happy apart from me. So I said I want someone to love me enough to let me leave. If I have to, if it's necessary, if they know that being with them is toxic, if they know that being with them is unhealthy for me, I want them to love me enough to let me go and to not make me pay for leaving. Because sometimes people can't handle you leaving them. They will, I mean, they will make your life a living just, I don't want to say the word, but they will make your life crazy and miserable because you have left them. Okay. Or they would try. They would try. And maybe, maybe they don't know that they're trying, but there's always resentment when you leave a wounded person who has wounded you. Because you leaving them is never going to resonate with them, especially when they have a dysfunctional way of thinking. It's never going to resonate that you left because it was unhealthy it's gonna come off as you left because you didn't care about them and they're gonna see it as rejection instead of seeing it as you doing what's best for you if you go into a relationship and your desire or your will is to control Guess what? That's not love. And really what you're saying is, I'm going, I'm coming in this relationship to abuse this person. God gives us the free will. I mean, he will let us walk away from him and love on us and love us back. You know, love us back to him. Not through control, not through dictating what we do and how we doing it, but 
he will let us see what's really out there. He will let us see the consequences. He will let us see what's awaiting us on the other side so that we can come back to him and be restored and reconciled to him. But it's never through control. It's always through love and patience and kindness and mercy and grace. If someone has loved you, love, if someone has left you and you feel like they made a mistake by leaving you, let God be the judge of that. Let God, let God be the judge of that. Let people go. You only fight for a relationship when God says so, okay? If God is not telling you and leading you to fight for that relationship, let it go. And by fight, I don't mean physically fight. I don't mean fight in an unhealthy manner. I mean prayer, fasting, not begging, but expressing the desire to, to that person to work it out and to stay. But if this is unhealthy and it's toxic and it's destroying you mentally and emotionally or anyway, even physically, leave and do not look back and do not make nobody let nobody make you feel bad for leaving so i'm gonna say it again control is not love it is abuse amen